It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Let's hear it for sex. Exactly. Let's get it all out now. Okay, don't blow your love, though. Not too soon, right? Let it... Sustain it a little longer. Don't shoot your wad just yet. Not just ready yet. We got a we got a whole hour, so and you pace know, yourself. And men out there, be practice, a gentleman. Let's practice some tantric radio hosting. Yes. Right. And, and let the ladies take the go lead. first. <laughs> so we're this is the sex show, and we've had a few of them. Yes, not we, the sex show. We know. Well, it's, it's a sex. It's show. one of many sex shows um, on Dunbean. They Nicole. seem to do well. They do. You know, people do love sex, and I mean, really, what's not to love? What is and, not to love? And you know, today we're going to talk about how to have. We're going to talk about how to have smarter sex. Really? Yeah, if there's such a thing, I think is there that, is. You have to wear glasses. You have to wear glasses. You have to study. You'll be quizzed. I don't know about smart sex. What you know is who, who I like dumb sex. Who you know what? That's true. What the, you know even yeah, dumb sex? It's like bad pizza. Yeah, yeah. How bad can it be? Ah! You know, I like you know, sex. Sex. And you know, I've yeah. had. Can we talk? No. Okay. So I've had some sex in my day, and I will always and I will tell you that um, not everyone is that good in the sack. They're just not. They're yeah. just kind of you know. They're not poor they're people. Not. You know, the, but I. Always seem to get something out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so, but that's, that's why it's like bad pizza, you know. It, there, it's still I've pizza. Had, bad pizza can be bad, and bad yeah, sex it, it, can be bad. Yeah, but it's not. Is it really that bad? Well, uh, you know, I think for me, bad sex has an emotional connotation. That if it's like I'm halfway through it and I realize, oh God, what am I doing? I I thought I wanted this and I really don't. I got to get out of this. That's Okay, can bad. you can you ever disconnect yourself uh, from yeah. your penis? Um is it pop- guys do that all the time, I, yeah, right? Yeah, but uh, okay. Can you just close your eyes and think it's it's no. like great or no? It's mm, No, cuz you're eventually going to have to open them and you know, if you don't like what you see, then you really shouldn't have been there in the first place. Okay, so have you ever been told what to do? Has anybody, has a woman ever said, <clears throat> you know, Robbie, um, can you do I've, a little more of this, a little less of that? Y- y- yes. Not and so hard. It's, <laughs> it's uh, well, that's. Uh, Not so hard. That's what you mean. Okay. So, <laughs> well, um, rarely I've been told that, but um, <laughs> I have been, you know, there's been suggestions made and I take them and I, I, I appreciate them. I think it's wonderful when. You are with somebody and you're comfortable enough that uh, you can share a suggestion that, oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, you know, more of this, less of that. You know, that's fine. Uh, you know, move your leg. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, but I, 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 I this is going to get a little tongue-tied here. Um, but it's not like we have to be. I love a, when you tongue-tie. I, it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite techniques of yours. Thank you. The old tongue tie. But I think that, you know, it's not like we're looking to go to page 87 of the Kama Sutra and say, today we're going to do this. And because we don't really, that's not our. Oh, my God. You just brought back a memory. I remember when my parents first separated. This was in the 70s. And my father was, is still very groovy. I mean, he's a very hip cat. He's a groovy guy. And uh, he had a waterbed, and uh, huh. uh, he had a a black light in his refrigerator. Did you know that? In his refrigerator, he had a black light in his refrigerator. Yeah. What what good does that do? I don't know. It made everything. It, it just made everything. It, up, co- it made everything glow. He's just kind of that guy. He had different color lights in, and you know he would have different color light bulbs. Anyway, so a very cool guy. 
It still is. Yes. Um, but one of the things I remember seeing when he first got his own place was The Joy of Sex, a copy of The Joy of Sex. I don't know. I must have been eight, mm-hmm. nine, ten. And I remember seeing, I had, the illustrations were so strange. And mm-hmm. there were, there was this thing, this guy, these guys mm. have this thing between their legs and, <laughs> and, um, and I, I just chalked it up to my father being just, you know, an interesting fellow. But it kind of freaked me out. It scared me a little bit. So he didn't know you were looking at the book. Well, I didn't know vaginas had hair on it. And so that was also like, a you know, an eye opener. What? Boy, do they have hair on it. <laughs> Let me tell you about that. So that was my, I guess, my first entree. Um, yes. Well, we also Into have... sex. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's the cack, in case anybody doesn't know what the cack is. Okay. So. <laughs> I learned about the cack. You learned about the cack? Yeah, the, the CAC is uh, important, you know, um, yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do. Gigantic vagina. Well, oh, by the way, what? one of our guests, we have the greatest guests on today to help us here we because we are not sexperts yeah. at no, all. Not. I mean, I can tell you what feels good, you know, this, I, but, but I can't second. tell you much after that. But when we started the show, you thought we were experts in dating, which I always had a little bit of an issue with because, you know, what expert? Who who makes you an expert? Experience makes you experienced. I don't know if it, it gives us an expert status, um, but for sex, you know, are we sexperts because we've no. had sex before and we've had experience doing this? Is that something no, that... I'm, I can only tell you what to do. <laughs> and you do it very well. I'm an Who's expert. I'm an expert at giving uh, orders. Oh, oh and direction. I don't know because I, come on, really. At the end of the day, sex is getting your needs met and communicating right. to your partner what you want, what he wants. Do a little this, more of that. Not so much this. Yes. A little slower, a little fat. And you know what? Who we should all. No one is ever perfect at it. There's. Perfection is a process. Right. Keep the I hair mean, dryer here. Don't, you know, move the <laughs> move the electric toothbrush over there. And yes, that's very much a part of it. Right. So it's it sex like anything else in life is a work in progress. But but I will say that we are this is not our area of expertise. Uh, so we've brought on, we have two guests joining us that uh-huh. are the bomb. They are one, Susan Bratton, I'm just going to say it right now. She's my hero. She uses hashtag vagina in her Instagram posts. <laughs> and that to me is like, that is respect. That is pretty good. And that she, is just, she knows. She takes some great pictures too, doesn't she? Oh, everybody. She's sexy. Um, she, you know what? Robbie just told me because we, we're, you know, I put some effort into the social me- our social media and stuff, and I'm always looking for interesting images and like thought provoking stuff and sort of cerebral and. And Robbie said, what, "What are you wasting your time for? Just put a picture of her up, Susan up. She's hot. She is. She's yeah. hot. She. Oh, she. <laughs> what was that? Was that you? She walks the walk." <laughs> She is what she preaches, people, yeah. I'm telling you. So you're in for some great, just great information. And then we have Jim Benson coming on, who's going to represent the male, the male voice, yes. which I personally want to hear because I thought I knew it all. But, you know, right. you guys, I don't know, you guys, you're pretty simple. I mean, nip it in the bud. Okay, okay so, so that's what it's all about. Right. So what do I know? I mean, I thought, you know, you know lick, like but, licking a guy's balls is pretty exotic. I don't know. That's uh, about it. Oh, that's it. it <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I think, you know, having been married for, you know, for almost four and a half years now, uh, I think we have a, an unspoken uh, way about us uh, when we are making love. And it's uh, it's wonderful and lovely. And we both kind of know what we both like. And how to get each other there, and that's uh, fist important. Bump. Yes, fist bump, and yes, all the rest. So, um, genital but, bump. But mm. I, I, I want to talk about uh, with with our guest today uh, some other things though, about um, getting to the point of having sex with somebody new, and because this show is about dating, and 
meeting people and getting comfortable and getting to that next level. And I, I, I find that um, there's probably a lot of things that people may want to know about. And I'm, so I'm going to ask some other questions when guests come on. What, what is that? Is that? I don't know. I don't know. Either. We're hearing beeps and pops. It's so, uh, uh, alien beings that it, come it down. It could to be, but maybe it's from, uh, I don't know, maybe it's some. Hopefully, it's someone's vibrator is the battery's running low. Wow. Interesting. All right. So um, we have a few minutes to break, but uh, let's talk about other, you know. um, All right. So there's a whole there's all sorts of science uh, that backs. um, Just let's talk about orgasming. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I read an interesting study, which is not new. Alfred Kinsey, famous sex. Uh, researcher. Uh, in according to his studies, which have been around forever, men have orgasms in approximately ninety-five percent of sexual encounters, while women only have them fifty to seventy percent of the time. Wow! And there's all kinds of reasons for that, which um, we're going to get into. Uh, because I will say, and Susan will say it first, that everybody, it's your God-given right to have an orgasm. <laughs> And um, and you need to, guys listening, uh, women listening, you know, there's all kinds of ways, as I said in, in, the, the, uh, in our post, techniques, best practices, Many moves, all kinds of things. I, I, we're going we're gonna to get you from, we're going to teach you how to get from a horizontal position to a, excuse me, a vertical position to a horizontal position. Well, but what's wrong with uh, vertical too? So no, no. What I'm talking about is we're gonna, as it pertains to dating and getting, just getting to the bedroom, and then once Again, you get in the bedroom, that's a whole other story. Well, you don't even have to get because you got to have moves. Right. The, you know, the foreplay starts uh, when you're fully dressed, when you first meet, a, when you first meet someone. Am I right or not? It's mental. Yes. That's it's, the fight. It's the, a cerebral thing. The flirting, thing and the as, flirting, is the foreplay. Uh, and for, you know, people like myself that are, I'm, I'm very cerebral to begin with, uh, that is very important is the things going on between the ears before it happens between the legs. And that's for me. So that is how I work. That's tweetable. That's almost tweetable. That can you, uh, seriously, that is brilliant. It happens between the ears before it happens between the legs. That's all right. So, uh, uh, but there's other things, you know, as we are as we get older or as when we are younger, I think most guys are not thinking about the female orgasm. It's about ourselves. It's selfish. And I am guilty. And to all the girls I've loved before, (laughs) I want to apologize because I think that that was uh, probably not, uh, you know, uh, I was not at my best. I can. I'm. I'm certain of that, and I. I, I apologize. And I That's apologize okay. one time. That's okay. You were young. We you young. were. You know. You were. You're. You're like. A, you're a typical guy. Right. But you know what? I know you. You're. You're not a selfish guy. You're. You're a giving guy. Uh, I am giver. now. I think, and I think that that is uh, something that I arrived at. Uh, you know, a few years back, and that was a, a, an eye-opening thing for me. And I realized, oh my God, it's not just about me. It's about her, me, us, and I'm grateful for the lessons I have learned. Okay, so with that said, we're going to take a break, and yes. we're going to talk about, because this this opens up a whole other thing about oh. aging and sex as you get older, and how it changes, and how it can be great, and even better, and the best sex of your life. Okay, so we are going to go to a break, and then bring our wonderful guests on so we'll be right back now back to done being single with dating badasses trevor and robbie sharp oh that's very sweet love you kiss i love you kiss it where the sun (laughs) what is the old uh red fox joke um, uh, my 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 lover wanted me to oh, kiss her. Kiss her where kiss her where it smells. Kiss her where it smells. My my lover wanted said kiss me where it smells. So I took her to El Segundo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. what's okay. that guy doing me? All right. So well, well, okay. we are back. We are back, and we are bringing it today. Okay, and mm. first first up is the trusted hot sex advisor to millions, 
Susan Bratton. She is a champion and advocate for all who desire passionate relationships. Considered the dear Abby of sex, Susan's fresh approach and original ideas have helped millions of people of all ages and across the gender spectrum transform sex into passion. Susan is CEO and co-founder with her husband of Personal Life Media. Through her company, Susan has authored 20 books, including Relationship Magic, The Passion Patch, and 30 Romance Tricks That Work Like Magic, as well as her international number one Amazon bestseller, Sexual Soulmates, The Six Essentials for Connected Sex. Susan believes that shame-free, frequent sexual pleasure is every man and woman's birthright. Amen, sister. Welcome to the show, Susan. Hello, hello. I was hoping I would get those boing sounds when uh, I came on the show today. Is there any possibility I could get a few of those? <laughs> yeah, here they come. Here they come. You got it. <laughs> we, are, we are ready for you, Susan. Okay, so Susan is my it. Susan's my hero. She's the vagina hashtagger. Hashtag vagina. What? Oh, that, yeah, that's what I was saying. She's she yes. and everything you can imagine. Oh. I hashtag every part of she, your genitals I can think of. <laughs> she hashtag known to man. Yeah, she, she hashtags clitoris. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. I hashtag clit erection. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, okay, this is um already it's getting warm in here. So Susan Tell us everything we need to know about everything under the covers. <laughs> Take it slow, girl. <laughs> tell us well, what you do, how you do uh, it. Tell us, yeah, tell us about your, 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 your counseling services, your advice. I don't counsel. Okay. I don't counsel. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I don't help people fix their past. I'm a trusted hot sex advisor. I'm like the dear Abby of sex. What I do is teach Passionate lovemaking techniques, male and female orgasm techniques, which is why Jim Benson's on the show today. We should talk a little bit about male orgasm. Jim and I co uh, I publish one of his programs called Multi Orgasmic Lover for Men that teaches a stamina technique you'll have to ask him about called the knee breath that leads into male multiple orgasm. I also have, uh, I publish techniques and programs. I publish techniques on seduction and long-term relationships so you can have sexy monogamy. I publish communication skills, bedroom communication skills, um, and I teach a lot about sexual health, vitality, and longevity, including things like reversing ED and penile and vulval atrophy because as we age, our tissues decline in freshness, if you will. And so there are things you can do now to keep all your genitals really go- good and young. And so I really cover communication, passionate lovemaking techniques, and sexual health and longevity. That's, that's kind of my area of expertise. And I've ended up answering so many people's questions over the years that I just ended up being that being my title. Wow. That's a mouthful. <laughs> and Swallow it. Yeah. Swallow. Don't look at me. <laughs> Very okay. impressive. Where do you want to start? Okay, so, so tell us what your number one, what do you hear the most? Challenge, complaint, problem. Well, I hear a lot of different questions. I'll, I'll, tell, you some of the, I'll tell you some of the things I hear because remember, Sexuality affects everyone of all ages across the gender spectrum around the world of every culture and religion. So I hear a lot of different things, but many of the things I hear go from I'm still a virgin at whatever date, you know, whatever age, and I don't know what to do. How do I lose my virginity? I get a lot of questions about um, do my parts look okay? Um, I get a lot of guys who send me pictures of their penis worried that there's something wrong with it. They don't yeah, want to right. go to a doctor. They're embarrassed. They have no one to talk to. I get a lot of questions from men about how to get their wives to have sex with them more often and enjoy it more. I get questions from women about things like um, 
how do I really turn him on in the bedroom? Uh, very kind of pleasure-oriented as well as how do I go from having one orgasm to multiple orgasms? You talked earlier about bridging the orgasm gap. Uh, something that I teach a lot about is how to give, how a man and a woman can have orgasms during intercourse, during lovemaking, penetration orgasms, vaginal orgasms, cervical orgasms, whatever people call them. And Jim and I actually, Jim Benson, who's coming on the show in a minute, he and I work a lot on that. We've done a lot of videos teaching people some really basic things. We have a technique we call the tuning fork technique. We can save it till Jimmy gets here, but mm-hmm. teaching people how to have more presence and connection, less performance anxiety, more comfort and confidence, more, more, more ease and less body shame, more connection and pleasure, more sensation, um, more satisfaction. So generally that's what people are looking for, but they're also... They're also just interested in how do I find someone? I've gone through a terrible, terrible relationship. I was married to a narcissist. My husband cheated on me. I'm blah, 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 whatever. Uh, my wife's out of cancer. You know, just terrible, sad stories of relationships where people are also just, they want to find someone, but they ask me, not just how do you find someone, but how do I find someone who I'm going to be able to have great sex with? How will, I, how will I sort for that? And so people have a million questions, some that are very simple and some that are extremely complex. Well, so Susan, let's start. It's, can it's we, can ever we, fascinating. Can, let's talk about this last uh, question that you just posed. I mean, how, let's say somebody is getting uh, out of a relationship and, you know, how do they find someone? It is, it's kind of multi-leveled. How do you find someone, number one? And then how do you find someone that you will... feel like you will have great sex with. So uh, let's approach that first. Okay. How do you find someone? There are three basic ways to find someone to love. And I want to tell you that before I give you the three ways, that there are, if you feel, if you're in the mindset right now, if you're single and you're in the mindset that, you know, everybody's crazy and online dating's a disaster and men don't really treat women right or women are bitches or, you know, whatever your negative mindset is, you're creating your own negative reality. There are a million gazillion people out there who just want someone to love and to love them. They're everywhere. They're right under your nose. And if you give up the hope and the belief that that is true, you will stay alone. So here are the three ways to go out and keep your Radar open to find the love of your life. Number one, put yourself out there and keep your radar up and look great and smile and attract someone. Number two, work your network, especially if you have a past of chronically bad relationships. You're not a good decision maker about who might be right for you. You maybe need to trust some of your friends and family. So have them be on the active lookout and set you up and go on a lot of blind dates with people who set you up that you trust their judgment. And number three, the biggest one, which is online dating. And if I said those two words and they made you cringe, then really at this point you have to change your mindset and understand that if it wasn't working for you, you weren't working the system the right way. There are probably a half dozen things that are crucial to being successful in meeting someone absolutely wonderful in online dating. And I can't go through them all here because we don't have the time, but I'll give you a link to my YouTube channel. I have a series of videos called Midlife Online Dating. You just go to betterlover.com and you'll find my YouTube video channel. You can subscribe and you can watch that playlist. And you will get all of the tips that really make a difference for people to find love online. So those are the three ways that you find a partner. The second thing is how do you find a partner who's DTF for EVBA? And in that case, what I recommend is being straight up about it. If you start to date someone and they have issues with sex, do not try to change them unless they want you to. Because there are some people who just cannot ever 
fix whatever has been broken for them around their sexuality. There are also people, because sexual desire and libido is a bell curve, there are people who want to have sex three times a day, and there are people who want to have sex never. They're asexual. It's perfectly normal. And so you have to find someone who is a sexual match for you, but then know. Trevor, you said something really early in, the, in this particular show. You said sex is a work in progress. It is for all of us if we have a, the right mindset, that mindset, which is that practice makes perfect and you can keep practicing forever. And so if you say to someone, sex is really important to me, I don't feel like I've gotten enough really heart-connected, soulful, passionate sex in my life to date, and I'm looking for a partner who wants to go on an exploration with me, who wants to lock hands and begin as beginners together in uncovering our sexual potential, in seeing how far we can take ourselves into pleasure and connection. And if that's not right for you, I totally respect it, but that's what I'm looking for is one of the most important things to me in the next relationship that I get into. So where are you on that spectrum? What's your path and what are you hoping for in the future? That is a, that's a big fat wow because if a woman would say that to me maybe on a first date, which I think you're, you're kind of intimating that that's something that you would bring up quickly to establish as something you're looking for, I would just go, okay, where do I sign up? Uh, what's the next step? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know many guys that would be uh, not receptive to that. Uh, honey, yeah. And men, um, women, I mean, too. Women want to know too. that, too. They, they want to know you're not a dirty dog. You want to be a lover. Women want a lover. Mm-hmm. And so you can be upfront about it. Now, it may not be the first date. You may choose to put it in your online profile. You, you may choose not to. Uh, but you can be upfront about that. There's nothing, there's no shame in wanting to have really great sex. How refreshing. It seems like it's something that you hide from mm-hmm. people. Uh, Ain't no shame in your game, girl. Uh, well, okay, so we have to go to a break uh, in a, a few seconds, but uh, that is really uh, inspiring, actually, to yeah. hear that uh, you can you. do that, say that, express that, uh, whether it's on your profile or in person with somebody new, uh, and uh, be confident enough to pull it off and uh, not feel judged. And mm-hmm. if the person can't handle it, then you know that that person's mm-hmm. not right for you anyway. Okay. Uh, so, okay, we are going to a break. We have so many more questions. Yes, we do. And we're, we're going to bring Jeff on. Jim. Jim. Oh, and Jeff. No. Uh, Jeff, are you on? No, Jim. <laughs> so, Jim Benson, sorry. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Sorry, Jim. So we will be back in a couple minutes. And now, back to done being single with dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. I'm bursting with <laughs> questions. I'm just, I can't even sit still. So. Okay, so I want to, let's introduce yes, Jim first. You. Okay, so Jim is um, kind of a counterpart, male counterpart to Susan in a way, and they know each other and they work together, which is fantastic. Jim Benson has dedicated his life to helping men of all ages experience breakthroughs in the bedroom. His programs combine best practices across disciplines to create a powerful, transformative environment for guys to experience more personal pleasure and relationship satisfaction. His programs include Multi-Orgasmic Lover and the Awakened Masculine Intensive. There's so much more um, to his bio. Both of you guys uh, have just incredible bios, which you can find at, um, where can they find them? Voice America or our website? Both. Yeah, our website. Okay, so Jim Benson. Welcome, Jim. Come on in. Come into the bedroom. Let's talk about sex. Let's Let's talk talk about about sex. sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Certainly. Okay, Jim, let it rip. (laughs) (laughs) Give me something to go on. What do you want to hear? Tell us what you do. Tell us your expertise. Oh, my expertise. Okay. So um, I I mostly work with guys. I do have a lot of women that I work with um, over the years. Uh, most of the women I work with are like, help me understand guys. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I want to understand the male experience. I want to know how to, you know, um, talk the man's language so I can be a translator for guys, uh, for women who want to know what's going on for men. But mostly I work with guys and help them from everything to 
like just learn to relax in bed and to be more um, um, aware of what their partner needs, aware of their own pleasure, like their own arousal levels, uh, so that they have less performance anxiety and they're not constantly worried about, oh, God, am I going to come faster than I want or... Um, oh, is she happy? Is she being? Is she okay now? A lot of guys just get anxious in their heads and and drop away from their bodies uh, because they're so afraid. A lot of it's just fear. And so, how can guys relax more? And when they relax more and they're just themselves, that's when sex starts to get really good because they're not trying to be something that they're not. They're just who they really are, and that's sexy. I find in my work with this, the midlife sort of space, I'm going to say, I'm going to include that from 40, 40 on up. The, the greatest impediment to having great sex or tooth is not what you just said, fear, for sure. Fear is just a mood killer. And um, I think it, it takes place with men. It manifests as performance anxiety and for women, body issues so how i'm going to pose this question to the both of you guys so um jim let's talk about performance anxiety and then after we'll susan let's talk about how do you help someone through body issues and and sexual hang-ups that have mostly to do with uh i'm uncomfortable naked i don't don't feel good and i and i'm because i'm in the fitness business i deal with this a lot as well so jim how do you deal with performance anxiety? So I guess anxiety? both men and, men and women have performance anxiety issues. She's thinking, gosh, will I, will I please him? Uh, will he find me sexy? And he's thinking, will I give her an orgasm or will I last long enough? And there's just this, these two anxious beings coming together. So, you know, one of the first things I would say is work with your own shame. Work with your healing the shame that you have around your body image, around uh, what's happened in your past. What do you need to do to, to take care of that? So healing shame would be first. And then relax consciously with your partner and feel like you can relax your physical body with them and move from a place of tension where, for guys especially, they'll ejaculate sooner than they'd like if they're holding a lot of tension in their body. And for women, the tension just creates a lot of mental anxiety, a lot of um, uh, questioning in themselves and uh, who they are as feminine beings. And then to start connect with your own body, like, oh, what, is, what feels really good for me? What's, what turns me on? What am I wanting right now? And find a way to communicate that in a healthy way to your partner. So finding, finding out what you, want, what you want and need and then speak it in a way that your partner can give it to you. All right. That's, good advice. You, you know, when, when two people... so amazing, uh, you guys. Go ahead. so amazing. Yes, J- Jim. Yeah, we... You can see why I partnered with him. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're hitting on, um, you're firing on all cylinders, Jim. And, you know, the crazy thing, when two people first meet and they, they get together for the first time and they are intimate, uh, I, you are thinking, you're hitting on all cylinders and you're, you're thinking of all of these things at once. And I think for, for men, I think you, you are always uh, a little anxious about pleasing and not wanting to be too pleasured yourself. And so you really want to make a good first impression because that is everything if you're with somebody that you actually like and want to see beyond this first encounter. So, uh, you know, hearkening back to, you know, my youth used to, you know, want to prolong it. And uh, when you were young and there was a thing that you used to think of baseball players (laughs) to try to make that happen. And um, now it's, uh, you know, it it has an adverse effect that you think of uh, political people and you go, you know, (laughs) so um, any any tips there, Jim, for uh, for men? Yeah, the tendency is to to do something like that. Susan and I joke in some of our videos about thinking about grandma's panties or uh, statistics in baseball like you're talking about, uh, Robbie. And really those kinds of things disconnect you from your own body and disconnect you from your partner. It's it's subtle, right? I mean, you could you could just say, oh, she doesn't know what I'm thinking. But it's a, it's can be felt in between the two of you. She's like, he's going somewhere. I don't know what's what's happening. And so if you need to do that 
to last longer, there has to be another alternative. And that alternative is uh, the program that uh, I offer and that Susan promotes is the multi-orgasmic lover training where you learn how to stay uh, connected to yourself to feel the pleasure and not ejaculate at the same time. It's kind of, it doesn't make sense to guys like, what? What do you mean? How does that even happen? But it's a retraining of the somatic pathways and the, the, uh, the brain, the neuronal connections in your brain. So that you're retraining your body to not ejaculate as fast as you would normally. And for most guys, that's a couple of minutes. You know, anywhere from 30 seconds to three or four minutes is a, is a typical, is a typical time if you, if you don't do something like this to last longer. I mean, you can if you, if you get into your head and you're just thinking about other things, but it's not, it's not a satisfying experience. It's not ultimately a satisfying experience. It's like fantasizing about somebody else other than who you're with. That's not, that's not a good way to, that's yeah. not great sex. I'll just say it like that. Agreed. Um, Susan, question for you. Um, oh. Did you want to follow up with? No, I would think that I, I thought. You know, it, it, no, it makes perfect sense. Uh, you want to be present in that moment, and you want to be ideally fantasizing about the person you are with. And so, uh, right, I, I love that thought. Okay, so right, or just so, really being with that person. So, so much of what we do is yeah, we're not afraid fantasize. to really be with right. somebody, to be with ourselves, and be with somebody else. Present. And if you can get to that place where you're really comfortable in your own skin and you can really be with another person in an intimate way, now we're talking magical sex. Mm. So, Susan, so what would you say to a woman who is 40-plus years old, uh, maybe um, divorced, coming out of a sexless or, you know, whatever marriage, um, has some issues, isn't, isn't, you know, she's maybe approaching menopause, um, doesn't like her body, is afraid, how do you get someone, maybe she's a little overweight, maybe she's out of practice, maybe she's a little rusty, maybe she's not inherently sexy person, you know, maybe she doesn't have the moves and all the stuff. I mean, how do you, what do you say? Okay. Uh, you ask very long, involved questions, you two. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'd say. The first thing I'd say is, oh, you're over 40. What do you expect? You, you know, your body is your body. Uh, Treat it well. If you're a little overweight, start eating more organic vegetables and less sugar and processed foods, and, you know, it's going to be good for your entire body and entire life. So, um, you know, eat well. Number one, nutrition is the foundation of vitality, and your vitality is your sexual vitality. So if you're shutting down, try and open yourself up. Number two, guys don't expect you to have a lot of experience. So uh, if you don't have a lot of experience, you've never had the kind of experiences you want, it's fine. You just say, hey, I've never really had the kind of sex I hoped or that I've heard other people have. And I'm hoping that we might be able to explore that together. I'd love to learn together. Uh, the second thing or the third thing or whatever number we're on is um, turn the lights down. Put on an orange bulb in your lamp in the room that you're making love in. And where is my dad laundry if you have some- that's where my there dad had in order to get a, he had a red light. My my father's bedroom was the red light district, as I used to call it. <laughs> yes, you're, you you yeah, are exactly. yeah, set the mood. Set the mood. Well, it makes you look pretty. Mm-hmm. The light is flattering. So if you have body image, number one, you know you're just going to get older anyway. So what are you waiting for? There's not you know if you if you could just stop beating yourself up for a while and just start loving yourself. It's just a mindset. You've got caught. You've gotten caught in someone else's bullshit about what the expectation is that that you should look like when men don't even really notice, unless you're like obese, which is a health issue. uh, Men, men, if a guy wants you, he likes the way you look. Testosterone doesn't see cellulite. What testosterone sees is sexy, jiggly, gynoid fat they love to feel and play with. Some men like a hard body, some men like a soft body. If that guy wants you, he likes your body. And so... Do what you can to kind of, every time it comes back to you, you know, oh, I, I don't like my body. Say, wait a minute, I love my body. I'm teaching my body how to become multi-orgasmic. I'm learning to love myself. I look great in this red light. I have this laundry on, and I'm feeling very pretty and very sexy in this. So you just have to proactively dismantle the thought processes that have eroded your confidence and begin to build yourself up and take care of yourself and take responsibility for the fact that 
you want to have joy and pleasure, you want to connect with someone, and that it's silly to let thoughts get in your way of your pleasure. It's a little bit of a grown-up conversation to have where, you know, it's, it's the same like when women complain about how, they're, how they look around me, and I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Like, that's just bullshit. Like, what are, you, what are you trying to get for doing that? You think I want to hear you beating yourself up? You think you're bringing me up by tearing yourself down? You're not. You need to reverse the, as, as our Jim and I have dear friends, and they say, change the radio station to KLUV and start loving yourself and spending your time in the positive because that's what's going to move you toward the connection you desire anyway. Yes. That's so great. Well, self-confidence is ultimately freeing. It's, it's liberating it's so in the practical. bedroom and everywhere else in life. So, yep. yes, I'm all, I'm all for building one's confidence. Uh, so, Jim and Susan, uh, give us some tips. We oh, wait, are, oh, I'm not ready for that tip. Well, I want tips. Why, I, why I know, can but I, have... can I ask another question? Uh, well, yes. Okay, just women like question. the process. Women like uh, the process and men like tips. You guys are quintessential masculine. <laughs> right, Jimmy? Yeah. Um, well, I, I want yep. to take advantage of the fact that we have somebody who knows about, you know, multi-orgasmic uh, opportunities for men, and that's something you don't really hear about too yep. often. So I want to kind of find out more about that and how do we get there. Okay, but, can I squeeze in a quick question? There you go. Because it's, it's really, because it's on my mind from last night. I, Robbie, and I, Robbie and I watched uh, a fascinating documentary on HBO last night called Swipe, Hooking Up in the Digital Age. It was uh-huh. disturbing and depressing and enlightening, and they did a whole section on porn. And I got to ask you guys, because I know porn is can help, but I don't know. I'm starting to think it can it can hurt. What are your feelings about that? You go first, Jimmy. Okay. Um, well, it depends on the guy. Um, if there's someone who has been hooked on high-speed Internet porn since they were 10 years old, uh, which would make them now about 30, <laughs> um, and that's what they've known. I've worked with guys like this, and it's hard. It's really hard to shift from what has been my pleasure source, has been this visual stimulation of a ton of different kinds of interactions, some super kinky, and you know you probably should not be watching when you're 10 or 12 years old. Um, but that's what the dopamine in your brain is getting triggered to think of as erotic. And so when you're with a live woman, uh, all of a sudden you can't get erect because your body doesn't know how to do that with a live person. It's, it's geared towards visual, this other kind of super intense visual stimulation. So for those guys, yes, a porn fast and a kind of a rebuilding and understanding of what's happening in your body, what turns you on truly at a somatic level, at a body level, that's critical for that kind of guy. But other guys who are like, yeah, watch a little bit of internet porn, you know, I, you know, my wife's not always available, I have a higher sex drive than her, I masturbate a couple times a week, you know, in, a, in between sex. I'm like, well, for that guy, I'll send him video clips to give him techniques, porn techniques, and say, here, look at this, check this out. This, this way to lick the pussy, two fingers inside, curling to hit the G spot, and, you know, and they'll be like, thanks, man, that was great. So I, I, you can't make a blanket statement about porn being good or bad. For some people, it's going to be uh, a very educational. And, and Susan has a great um, product. She promotes the um, Steamy Sex Ed. It actually coaches uh, couples on how to do this you know, erotic. You'd look at it and think, oh, that's porn, but it's definitely not. It's like a super uh, beautifully filmed environment with conscious couples, and it's, uh, it's hot, too. It's extremely hot. And, uh, and so you, you can't just say porn good, porn bad. There's a whole range out there. So I hope that helped clarify that. Very much so. Thank you. That uh, clarifies it for, I think you covered it very well. Uh, so can we get back to my question, yes, please, now? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, thank right. you. <clears throat> well, you did say ladies first. Well, yes, show. but okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, Jim, uh, <laughs> what tips do you have for men that wish to get to that level of multi-orgasmic possibilities? Well, uh, one of the things you have to consider is is separating orgasm from ejaculation. 
I know that sounds crazy, just even saying those words. Some people are like, what? <laughs> but they are two different things. There's two different things happening. There's the, the pulsing of the orgasmic contractions in your body, and then there's the ejaculation that happens right after that. Well, what if you could have that pulsing or that kind of pleasure or waves of energy moving through your body but not actually ejaculate? Hmm. And then what would happen if you had the pleasurable ejaculating type feelings uh, and then you didn't ejaculate and then you stayed hard and you could go longer and longer and then have another wave of those feelings and have, an, have so much pleasure in your body. You can you imagine what it's like when your partner is feeling that? Like, oh, my God, he's ejaculating. It's the tuning fork that Susan mentioned earlier. Your body is vibrating at this intense orgasmic rate, and her body's like, yes, yes, I want that too, yes, yes. So she starts to come, have her orgasm, but you stay hard. So... It's a, it's a really a, an amazing process that guys can train themselves to achieve. And it, it takes practice. You have to um, learn to understand your arousal levels in a way you never have before and learn to use your breath in a way you never have before. Because if you've been breathing like, ah, 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 kind of like the typical... You know, uh, or get sound effects like that, right? Do we have like a uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, something <laughs> like something like that? So, Robbie yeah, just recorded me this morning. The way that you breathe, you're going to trigger your own ejaculation way faster than if you were right. deep, full breaths and um, and able to sense into your body at the same time. That would help. That alone would help you last double. If you could just take deeper, fuller breaths as you're getting turned on and, re- and consciously relax your body and, uh, and feel into what's happening inside of yourself, that would, that would double your, your lasting power. And then there are other things you can do to start having that orgasmic, the orgasmic response start to happen without losing it, without popping the cork, as we say. Mm-hmm. Well, it, uh, it's uh, great Great stuff, and you know, I, I think that uh, you know, Tr- Treva's orgasms are are such that they, you know, they help me get there too, which is such a, a great thing, mm-hmm. and that's why you know we are so compatible on on so many levels. And uh, so uh, when it's when the she starts, thing you've ever said, to is me. it really? Thank oh, you. Okay, uh, but um, you know, I have, right. I have a question for Susan. <laughs> oh, do you want more? Well, uh, so no, it's just that uh, to prolong that. If you are in the midst of that, uh, you know it's that becomes uh, a new technique to sustain beyond that, and uh, something to work on. Uh, right, imagine if Trova had a, an orgasm and you had one too with her, but you didn't ejaculate, and you could keep going and going and going, and then she could have a second one and a third one right along with you, and you guys could climb climb the ladder together to a place oh. where you well, never have even been before. Well, I don't want to brag, but she actually has two or three before I get there. But that's <laughs> that's right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> brag away. Brag away. Where were you? Where were you traveling when I was eighteen? I mean, because okay. I I was nine. That's right. No, you were not. I was in elementary school. Yes, you were. You, you weren't at school. Yeah. Okay. All right. We have three minutes left for our Which show. Which is about how long it takes me to get off. <laughs> Actually, it's much quicker, but it's that's great. Uh, so, uh, okay, I have a question. Please. What, ha- Susan, what if, yeah. uh, okay, what if there's some sexual incompatibility, and let's just say uh, a woman really likes oral, but the guy she's with does not. He will not go down. Oh. What do you do? <laughs> Right. He's out of there. Deal breaker. Yeah. Come on. Well, if you find that out early, he's done. She needs to train him how to love going down on her. She needs to introduce him to her pussy, give him a tour, show him how she likes to be licked. She needs to find out how he feels about her genital grooming. Is Does he like a big bush? Does he like it shaved? Does he want it totally waxed off? What would please him? Uh, because, though... She should please herself, of course. It's always nice to make it really great for the way your lover finds it sexy. You know, that's a gift you give your man. And uh, then she needs to teach him a few techniques and tricks. 
and reward him and make a big fuss over him and let him know what a good job he's doing. And not expect him to just go down there and flail around. Uh, mostly if guys don't like to go down on a woman, they had a bad experience and they have a lack of knowledge. So they just need to be supported in learning how to do it. You're so lovely. You really are. You're so giving and forgiving. Uh, I, can, I can't imagine... Uh, uh, One oh, bad pussy can really <laughs> ruin a guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Well, uh, but, uh, you know, a woman really has to like this guy to want to train him that way, too. And I don't know if uh, women are that patient with somebody they meet. Uh, or or, the, or rever- conversely, what if a woman is so ashamed and can't enjoy because she's, she's uh, nervous about having someone go down on her? What happens then? It, it's... Uh, He needs to get out the mirror and say, I want to show you your pussy. I want to tell you how beautiful it is to me and how much I love it. I'm going to give you a little pussy tour of your own pussy. Look at this. This is your clitoris. This is the hood over it. This is called your mons. These are your outer labia. Under there are your vestibular bulbs. When I press on those, it's part of your clitoris and it turns you on even more. These are your inner labia, and I love sucking on them and making them get even fluffier and bigger because I could probably get you to the point where all I'd have to do is lick the edge of one of those little butterfly wings and give you an orgasm. If you just let me, if you would let, if you would believe how beautiful you taste, feel, and look to me and how turned on I get, I get going down on you. Susan, you always have a future in the phone sex business. It's getting too hot All in here. Right. Uh, God darn that it. That was awesome. We, are, you guys we are, have to close our show. I got to and- close my legs. Wow. Susan, way to bring it, girl. Damn. <laughs> okay. So, uh, guys, yeah, thank you so both. Uh, Jim Benson, Susan okay. Bratton, thank you both so much for this incredible hour. Uh, honey, um, wow, let's, uh, we know where we're going. Now. I need a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> where can we find you guys? Well, hurry. we know where to find you, but hurry. Where do people find you? Jim? Betterlover.com for Susan. Betterlover.com. Okay. And, and Jim? Uh, JimBenson.net for me. Right on. Woo. Thank this you both. This was fantastic, you guys. Thank Incredible. you so much. Thanks, and thanks, everybody, Sarah. for listening. Thanks, Hope you got something out of it. Hope you maybe got off. Who knows? <laughs> This was uh, informative and stimulating and all kinds of good things. Go practice tonight, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you next week on Done Being Single. 